You're listening to Bloomberg Business Week with Carol Masser and Jason Kelly on Bloomberg Radio. All right. So as we begin our last hour today, we've got a guest that Carol and I have both been looking forward to in part because, as Carol teased me about earlier, uh, it's sort of a uh, walk down uh, future, past, current, and future. It's your teenage diet. Uh, Just go for it. It's my teenage diet. Or maybe young adult. Yeah, young adult. (laughs) Maybe current. Uh, I'm still a young adult at heart. Frances Allen joins us. She is the CEO of Checkers and Rally's Drive-In Restaurants. She joins us on the phone from Colorado. And it's notable in part because this is a relatively new job for her. She hasn't even been able to show up to her office yet. Uh, We're told that's in Tampa. Uh, The quarantine obviously has thrown everything uh, into all sorts of flux. So, Francis, uh, first of all, how are you? What's going on with you? I'm I'm well. Thank you, Jason and Carol, and thank you for having me on. Um, It it is a bizarre situation where you start a a new role, and uh, four weeks later, there's a, a, a world, a nation lockdown. So I, uh, I at least have visited the office. I have done my restaurant training. Um, but the majority of time I, ha- I have been in Colorado. And, and I would say that um, a huge compliment to our teams that, uh, you know, we've really not missed a beat working remotely. And I think a lot of companies are finding that. So you, like us, are working from home. Um, tell us about not missing a beat. What has that meant for the company uh, in terms of the type of demand that you've seen? And, and what has it meant for your employees to make sure that you're keeping them safe as well as keeping your customers safe? Yeah, um, it's it's really been so um, rewarding to um, to work through this crisis with a with such a dedicated and resilient team of people. Uh, there's always a silver lining, right, in in every crisis. And I think uh, you know usually it brings out the best of people. And I can certainly say that that's true for the Checkers and Raleigh's whole organization. Um, from a, uh, I'll, I'll start with the safety. Obviously, when when we put a task force together to create a response plan, we had two priorities. The first priority was the safety of our guests and their employees, and the second was really to keep our restaurants open so we can continue to employ our team members and and feed our guests. So I'm incredibly proud of the of the operations team. We actually. As, as well as complying with all of the CDC mandates, both individual state and local government requirements, we've actually put in 15 new contactless experiences to protect our employees and our guests. Everything from uh, plexiglass barriers at the windows, um, uh, sorry, I just need to have, my phone is ringing, um, Cashiers with uh, color-coded gloves for handling payments, um, uh, trays for handling payments, uh, infrared thermometers, obviously. Fortunately, we already did 15-minute hand washing, so um, you know we already had a very high standard of, of cleanliness. Um, you know, cup refills. We've always refilled people's cups, but now we'll still do that, but we'll, we'll give you a fresh cup. So uh, a ton of new... Um, our procedures at the restaurant, sanitation, obviously to keep people safe. On people and labor, um, you know, obviously our first priority is the employees who show up for work every day. And I'm so proud of them and what they've done and how they've kept going. 
We're fortunate in that we have not had to lay off anybody. We did furlough some people at the corporate office, but we were able to bring them back after 30 days. But we've been looking after our team members with sick leave, with closure pay, if if the restaurant has to close. And we've also instigated a thank you pay for those restaurant team members that, that have um, stayed with us through throughout this um, this virus. Um, I'm very proud to say we also have a, a an employee relief fund. It was actually established mm-hmm. in 2005, following the days of Hurricane Katrina, and has provided more than five hundred thousand dollars in assistance to about 600 employees and, and their families. And we've expanded that to um, to obviously include anybody that can't work due to corona-related right. uh, issues. So a lot of, a lot of um, work put together to uh, for our people, um, keep our guests and our employees safe. And then, of course, all the marketing shifts that, that uh, we need to, needed to make. So shifting really into free delivery, meal bundles, um, social media, and uh, and just trying to stay very nimble and flexible. Right. Well, and I do wonder, you know, Francis, as we are, you know, starting to to see some reopenings. Are there are there any sort of uh, trends that you're seeing in in terms of traffic or in in terms of consumer behavior that that you're picking up as you look at the the different regions that you serve at this moment? Yes. Um, so, um, you know, what's what's really interesting for our business is we've we've kind of had this roller coaster experience. So, in the early weeks of the pandemic, we were down double digits, like um, many people, uh, everybody really in our in our industry, unless you're in the pizza business, and um, and that was really driven by the curfews, the shutdowns, and the and especially lower sales at late night. But from about the middle of, of April, we saw that start to come back. And for the last several weeks, we've actually been up double digits. So imagine that swing going from, you know, down about uh, 20% to, to up about the same. So wow. um, we think, yeah, we, we think it's a, it's a number of things. Um, it's the... Um, the majority of our restaurants are drive-through only, so we have closed kitchens and have been able to really drive that contactless experience. Um, we really have leaned heavily into delivery. We launched a comprehensive delivery business last year, um, and we've accelerated our efforts to promote order ahead. Combined with that, we, we had a, a, a really well-timed value of focus promotion. We're going to continue our conversation. Still with us is Frances Allen. She was named CEO of Checkers and Rally's Drive-In Restaurants in February of this year. She was also CEO of Boston Market, president of Jack in the Box. She's held senior positions at Denny's, Dunkin' Donuts USA, and a lot more. She's with us on the phone from Colorado. You know, you have such an incredible background, Frances, in terms of the different restaurants and, and brands that you've, you know, worked with. How do you think this industry changes longer term as a result of COVID-19? Yeah, it's a great question, Carol. And um, I I think what we're going to see, and and we've seen it a little bit already uh, with um, fast casual coming in and blurring the lines between QSR and and casual dining. And I think we're just going to see that even more. 
So we're going to see <clears throat> casual dining restaurants looking for doing curbside pickup and, you know, trying to get as close to the whole drive-through model as, as I think it's, it's feasible for them to get. I think we're going to continue to see uh, consumers who are really quite concerned about um, dining in. And so there, there definitely will be a move more toward delivery and, and takeout. Uh, we're going to see an acceleration of um, that digital engagement with brands as people try and order ahead. And I, I think, sadly, um, you know, the industry has been overstored for some time, and that's meant that there has been a very, um, very anemic traffic growth. Um, sadly, I, I think we're going to see about 20 percent of units. I mean, who knows? It's a, it's a guess at this point, but um, we've already had a lot of permanent closures. So that's going to actually, I think, be good for the industry as a whole because it's actually create more more traffic growth and, and more energy. So um, I see I see lots of changes. Does that, 20, does that 20% apply to you guys as well, that cutback potentially? No. Um, we we closed um, up to 50 restaurants out of 900, but they were ones that were primarily in more locations or, or, they, or they had dining rooms. Um, most of those will reopen. It's, uh, it, it's more the, um, you know, the people that just weren't able to generate revenue uh, mm -hmm. during, during this time. And I think some of the hardest hit are, are actually going to be the fine dining restaurants because if you think about fine dining, it's all about the business traveler. And I don't see the business traveler really returning on mass the way that um, we have been operating uh, up till now. I, I see business changing a lot over over the, the coming couple of years. No, I think you're exactly right. I mean, listen, we, we've had a number of those chefs on this program. Uh, and, you know, we're talking about some of the best restaurants in the world, not the least of which is 11 Madison Park. And, you know, their chef and, and owner, uh, Daniel Hume, has, has basically said he doesn't know uh, if, if that restaurant is going to reopen. That's a really interesting uh, and, and salient point about business travel. I, I do wonder, you know, Francis, at, at a time when we all are, and, and I am a huge fan of every place that you have ever worked as I, uh, as I laid out in, in the intro, but, but I do wonder from your perspective, knowing what you know about menus and, and, and health concerns and health trends mm -hmm. and all that, how does your menu change uh, going mm -hmm. forward? What are people going to be angling for, especially as they uh, get back out in the world a little bit? Well, I, I actually think people are going to lean into comfort food and things mm. that are really familiar to them and value. Uh, so that puts us in a great position with our fries, Jason. I'm, I'm delighted that you're you're a fan. Um, I'd like it to be your adult diet as well as your teenage diet. Uh, you know, there's nothing like a, a, a Checkers and Raleigh's fry to actually make uh, you know make the day seem uh, a lot better. I couldn't agree uh, more. <laughs> So, so I think we're going to see that. And, you know, frankly, I think the, the people that were really into healthier food or organic or sustainable sustainability before this, they're going to continue afterwards. Um, but I think for most people, it's going to be a return to comfort food and comfort brands um, and value. Um, and, uh, and, you know, I think, I think really looking at uh, simplifying. 
So right. we'll probably see a, a lot of menu simplification over the coming. I gotta say, Francis, I see some loaded fries in Jason Kelly's future. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna say, um, yeah, no, I, you know, we do have to ask you. I think before we leave, we've just got about a minute left. You know, obviously, we've been focused on the virus and and how your world comes back. But, you know, what happened in Minneapolis and what we've seen there, um, I am curious how, as a company, you can help facilitate change. It's a great question. And I first want to express my deepest condolences to the family of George, George Floyd. I also want to share that Checkers and Raleigh support uh, the black community, and we've always been proud to be a part of the communities we serve. And I believe that being a part of a community means standing by each other in good times and in challenging times. So together, we can work for real change. And to that end, what we'll be doing as an organization is taking a close look at how we can be more supportive of our neighborhoods and our communities in the future. All right. Well, uh, best of luck to you and uh, hope to see you on the other side of this and uh, share some fries and uh, from a socially distant and uh, safe perspective, uh, Francis Allen. Thank you so much. CEO of Checkers and Rally's Drive-In Restaurant.